Welcome to Being Epic, a podcast where we take honest conversations to a new level. I'm Julieta, your host, and my guests and I are here to remove filters, stigmas, and insecurities and create a collective energy of being vulnerable, of being honest, and of sharing each other's epic ideas. We give you culture, knowledge, and inspiration by shining a spotlight on personal journeys so we can adapt our opinions and perspectives and let go of restraints. Before we get started, you can find Being Epic on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Anchor, where you can hit subscribe and or leave a review if you haven't already and obviously if you're enjoying the episodes. My guest today is Carla Vidal and I'm super excited that I was able to talk with a friend on the podcast for the first time. So I met Carla back in 2012 in Paris where we took a French intensive course before starting our three-year journey in fashion school. And she is the founder and creator of her own menswear label, 1970, that creates resort wear for, well, I already gave it away, but men. Her mission is to balance style with comfort, thereby creating pieces that you need in the local climate of the Dominican Republic and want on your next vacation, which, let's be honest, we're all craving, I'm sure. Carla is a force of nature, and you'll hear that for yourself in the episode. We talk about what she wanted to be when she grew up, the dream of living in Paris that we clearly shared, being confronted with the ideal, cultural differences, making mistakes, the importance of fulfillment, sustainability and transparency. And yes, we also touched on how COVID affects her current state business-wise as well as personally. If you're looking for something comfortable and easy to buy for yourself, by the way, <laughs> product placement, hint, hint, her products are the way to go. I'll link the website in the show notes as well as her Instagram profile so you can have a look um, for yourself. She ships to the US, Europe, and of course within the Dominican Republic. All right, so let's listen into my conversation with Carla. Let's see. Yes. Or? Yes. Ah, we're live. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so nervous. No, don't be. I'm so excited to talk to you, actually. I'm so excited to talk to you and like <laughs> hear you and everything that you've been doing all this time. Well, it's more about you and less about me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another one after. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, okay, so my first question is, um, what did you want to be when you grew up as a kid? Hmm. You know, since like my first, I, I feel like everything that I always wanted to be was a designer, seriously. Like, I know it sounds cheesy and it sounds like, oh, obviously not. But actually, <laughs> like I literally have on my notebooks when I was in school. Um, like drawings, really bad, really bad drawings of like mannequins and stuff like that. And I remember that my friends used to make fun of me because they were really bad. They were really ugly. So like, <laughs> but I have it and I remember it. And like, I, that's what I wanted to be all the time. Other than that, I just, I feel like maybe like I, I just wanted to live in Paris. <laughs> I would tell my mind, like, I just want to go and live in Paris, like no matter what. And yeah, that's what I ended I up doing. Same. 
yeah Not the same yeah I'm... i don't know why paris like i don't know why mm-hmm. paris because i'm from dominican republic like it's so far away from paris so mm-hmm. i don't know what movie did i maybe see when i was a kid i i, I don't know if it was like america and ashley olsen movie <laughs> you know the one that they're like yes, running around yes. paris yeah i don't know if it's that one because i had all of them But I don't know, maybe that's why I had it in my head, like, all the time, like, when I was growing up, like, I just wanted Mm. to move to Paris and do design. I don't know why. But I had the same, at least the whole moving to Paris, not to become a designer. Okay, and, like, do you remember your first day at Marangoni? Because we actually went to the same school, for everyone that didn't know. I know. Um, so do you remember your first day where you attended your first class and you actually got to do what you've always wanted to do? Yeah, actually, yes. Like, I remember the first week. I don't remember, I don't remember the first day exactly, okay. but I remember, I don't know, you were there when we were, it were Marangoni was in Trocadero, no? Uh-huh, yes. Yeah, so I remember, a, like, just like, outside of the school because it was super small at that time so I remember that everybody would get together in the door of like uh-huh. the entrance of yeah. the school <laughs> and we would all be like standing there and like we would go in and take that class since it was very small like place mm-hmm. we would always like go in go out go in go out because it was mm-hmm. like open spaces and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I remember that we were doing uh like Uh, croquis like just drawing 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 and like mm-hmm. uh, trying to get the mannequin like right the dimensions and everything like the body parts mm-hmm. and and yeah once again like I was so bad at it like <laughs> I don't believe you at all that, no seriously <laughs> like I, I don't even want to show like I could tell you like I'm gonna t- send you a picture but I don't even want to send you pictures so, seriously <laughs> it was like really bad and that was the first time that I like thought like wow this this is totally practice you know like you, like maybe you have like I, I remember the designs and I still have them and they were really mm-hmm. good like even sometimes I just look back at it because it was so creative like now I get more into the businessy like what sells mm-hmm. what's comfortable what whatever you know mm-hmm. but at the beginning I remember that the first week of college it's when I thought like Like, okay, I need to practice this. Like, like that's something I need to, like, you know, I, I went thinking that it's more like, you know, it's talent, it's drawing, it's art. Mm-hmm. But then my first week was like, uh, like, yeah, there's stuff I need to, like, learn for sure. <laughs> Did you have a favorite class out of all of them or a favorite technique or something that you really enjoyed doing? For sure, it was like art history. For okay. me, that's that that was my favorite. Like you just learn so much. Like people that are in this business, like whenever you get art history, it's so interesting because you, mm-hmm. you see, like I don't know, it's it's so interesting to see like how it's been changing all these years and movies and custom design and like all these different people that. You know, it's it's art at the end of the day. Like, if you're mm-hmm. in design, you're into art. So art history for me was always the most, like, interesting class to go to. Okay. So before entering the whole fashion industry, what did you picture it being like in your head? Hmm. That's a good question. Like, I actually, I actually feel like, like, I never thought about it. So, so seriously you know like mm-hmm. 
in my head it was just like I just want to do this and and that's it let's go like mm -hmm. I never really thought about like I feel like I learned about it a lot in college before mm -hmm. that I, I I like I feel like in the moment I think I knew mm -hmm. about how it was and what what was I gonna do but actually actually no I didn't know anything about it it was just like I was just attracted to the fact of like creating creating designs you know mm -hmm. and but like about the industry I, I feel like I was too young like I didn't okay. know anything I was so naive about it mm -hmm. did you idealize it in any way like going through magazines or watching certain movies that kind of put it into glorification um actually like not really but I feel like <laughs> maybe not really because here in Dominican Republic it's not that common you know like it started mm -hmm. uh, being common like fashion design like a few years when I started thinking about okay. it and after me there's a well obviously before me too I don't I don't want to say that it started with me but you know what <laughs> what I mean is like it's like when it started it started being more common to go to Paris and like mm -hmm. uh, study fashion design uh, mm -hmm. like in my in my years you know mm -hmm. and I feel like here in Dominican Republic it's since it's not you don't feel it because it's not really a fashion you know we're a small island in the Caribbean like we're not mm -hmm. really thinking about fashion as people are thinking about it in the states or in Europe you know So here I felt like it was more like craftsmanship. Like mm -hmm. for me, it was super normal to go to um, a lady and she would make me like shorts uh, that would fit perfectly like my like me, my, my body type. And then mm -hmm. I would tell her like, I want to do this dress and she would do it for me. And I would mm -hmm. buy the fabrics and I would tell her how I want it or Maybe I wanted like a uh, dress up for uh, Halloween and I would go to her and tell her I want now I want to do this and this and I would go at the fabrics again and like bring it to her. So it was more of like, like I wasn't thinking really about high fashion and magazines and, you know, like catwalks and fashion week. For me, it was more about making clothes that fit me and that I wanted and I couldn't buy. So I just went to um to the seamstress and 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 made it for me so mm -hmm. so it wasn't it wasn't as glorious uh, okay. for me it was more about like necessity you know okay yeah. which kind of trend I mean not ne the maybe the necessity factor but that kind of translates through your brand 1970 right uh. it's not high fashion it's very it fits perfectly to your country and the needs that you have there yeah oh my god I didn't like okay now that I'm saying it out loud it's when I like I understand it now actually <laughs> yeah like I've always thought about it but now that I said that since I was like I never thought about my younger self needing right. you know but but yeah it's exactly that and that's exactly what I thought about uh, when I made the brand like I wanted to be something um that like I love menswear so uh, mm -hmm. it's a menswear brand mm -hmm. so and I, I live here in Dominican Republic so it's very hot weather 
And I just wanted to make, and like I said before, like, it's not like here in Dominican Republic, it's like super fashion and everybody's mm -hmm. like dressing up and like in trend. You, you see what you see in Instagram, all those like street style wear and everything. No, it's yeah. not like that here, you know, like yeah. here it's hot. Like people need to be comfortable. Like it's not about let me be the coolest, you know, like it's more about necessity. Like I said, like, right. so I just wanted to make a brand I'm trying to make it cool, but at the same, like at the same time, just for trying to be like the perfect, I don't know, like the perfect clothing for hot weather. Yeah. Like right now it's a small brand, so I don't have that many items, but it, there's like lots of stuff that I want to do. And, and that's, that's what I aim for just to like, try to make it cooler, but still being um, comfortable, you know, mm -hmm. to wear Mm -hmm. yeah when did you get the idea to start your own brand um it all started well the idea it, it started like the year after after college that it's okay a, I went to London for um for a like certificate at Condenast mm -hmm. and while being there we had like this assignment that we had to do and I remember that I started designing a menswear brand and that's when all the menswear because in college I would always do women's Mm -hmm. But then in London, I started really liking um, menswear. And after that, like I started thinking about it in London. And that was um, 2016. Mm -hmm. And then, but I actually started the brand in 2018. So okay. I, I worked for a few years in Miami. And mm -hmm. while I was in Miami, I would think about it all the time. And I, uh, while I was working, I tried to like, start uh, like making everything and mm -hmm. like uh, just like writing down the business part and everything but in 2018 I noticed that well I realized not noticed I realized that it was uh, either me doing it for real like just going all in or or not because it was just easier for me to start and just move here to Dominican Republic because I felt like the support that I needed was going to be here first. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, it was like a, I didn't want to leave Miami because I really love the work I was doing there. And actually, I'm still, I'm still working with them freelance. But, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I decided to start the brand in 2018. It was just like, I, I started reading all these things and they would always, you know, that they would always tell you like, it's better for you to start early and like start making mistakes <laughs> earlier in your life, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? And that's what I always thought. Like it, I just started getting anxious. Like I was just starting to think like, I don't want to start when I'm 30 because then I will start making mistakes in my 30 something. So then I will get like, I just started thinking like crazy. Like I don't want to get old and start making mistakes when I'm old. So I just, in my head, it was just, if I start now, I'll just make, my mistakes in the early 20s and then maybe I could be stable by 30 something you know mm -hmm. that's what's in my head I still don't know if I'm gonna be able to be stable in 30 something let's see but but yeah like I just wanted to start most I, I feel like I gave such a long answer and at the end what I wanted to say is that I started it just because I wanted to start making my my mistakes early in the 20s Okay. <laughs> like figuring out in my 20s that's it 
Although I wouldn't consider your brand to be a mistake considering it's doing pretty well. Dude, I know. But at the end, like that's like, obviously I don't put, well, I don't care actually putting my mistakes out there, but it, <laughs> I, I, I mean like mistakes, not design wise or anything like that. But mm -hmm. like you learn so much stuff about like just all the different little things you know mm -hmm. like I can tell you a list like we can talk till tomorrow if you want about mistakes but <laughs> like I just feel like those kind of things even they're even though they're little mm -hmm. I needed to start making them now and start learning from them now because mm -hmm. um like I just didn't want to waste more time you know like working for someone else and just like not trying to start making my own thing Mm -hmm. um, what would you, since we're on mistakes, what would you say was the biggest one so far? Oh my God, biggest one? I would say, you know, like like I just said, like I started the brand 2018, so I mm -hmm. actually have like two years. So it's not really like probably I'm gonna make so many more mistakes in the upcoming years. Probably not. I, I, I mean, like not probably, like for sure. And <laughs> I'm just like. Um, I feel like the first mistake is that actually everybody just reads about it a lot everywhere, but you just like, it, when you make it, then you see like, ah, okay, yeah, this is what everybody was talking about. Mm -hmm. It's going to take double the money you thought it would take. And it's going to mm -hmm. take double the time that you thought it would take, mm -hmm. you know, like, um, I had, I did my business, um, Uh, my business, uh, how do you say the business plan? Um, yeah, I just the business plan and everything. But uh, a lot of things changes, you know, like mm -hmm. even the, the sampling process, like you think it's going to be three, three months, but actually it was five and that changes the whole timeline and that change, like that every sample, it's an extra cost or every shipping, it's an ex extra cost if you're not doing it in your country. Like, so there's, mm -hmm little things but they start adding up so so yeah I would say like it's just money and time mm -hmm. like you need to I would say just like just need to prepare yourself for instead if you're thinking about five months think about 10 months and just like mm -hmm. double everything and that's it <laughs> okay yeah and um You said, well, you do menswear and you said yeah. you really wanted to do menswear and you've done women's wear throughout university. Mm -hmm. What made, do you plan on bringing a women's wear line on as well or are you sticking with men's? Well, for now, I'm for sure sticking with men's because I mm -hmm. love men. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love dressing men. <laughs> But I love women's wear. I just have like a super specific style myself. Mm -hmm. I don't think mm -hmm. that I would um, melange the two. Like I don't think I would. Uh, how do you say melange and uh, like mix mix the two? Yeah. But um, for sure, women's wear is something that I would love to do. It, it would just be super like huge flowy comfortable dresses that maybe mm. some people would tell me like this is too big <laughs> okay. but that's my style so yeah like probably yeah in a future for fashion schools um and it gets a pretty bad reputation um do you think it's justified or do you think it's not justified 
what the bad reputation yeah that fashion school gets yeah like no i don't think it's just like i just think it's i actually i don't know how to respond to that question like i i feel like obviously it's not justified because i i feel like nobody has to like for me criticizing it's just so extra like mm -hmm. why do people like waste their time thinking about some other thing that like if you're not doing it just like be respectful of it mm -hmm. um but for sure it, like for me fashion school was the best thing that i did like I totally, totally feel like you don't have to go to fashion school to be a designer or to be anything in fashion. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like if you have talent, if you have good taste, if you have, um, like, even like even just, like, a personality, you know? Like, like there's someone in the world that it's going to like the same things that you do and everything. Like, I feel like you don't need to study it. Like, if you have the talent, go for it. Mm -hmm. um, but, and if you like it, go for it. Like, it doesn't have to be design. It can be fashion business like you did. Mm-hmm. But I feel like <laughs> Which, <laughs> I'm not the biggest advocate for this program. But <laughs> oh, really? For what? Yeah. <laughs> like I want to hear your thoughts because I feel like I re I seriously don't have a response. Like for me, it's just like critic. Like like I just said, crit criticizing for me is so extra. Like, I mean, I'm fifty fifty in the sense that for because I studied fashion business and it was a relatively new program when I started. Yeah. Um, and it's often considered the program you would choose if you either don't have any prospects for your future or ambitions, you just, you need to do something yeah. or, um, you're really into fashion and you don't want to do design. Actually, I wanted to do styling or photography, but, um, I was advised not to. <laughs> Oh my god yeah um from my parents um ah, okay said, yes <laughs> i thought it was for, like for someone in the industry and i'm like what no 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 okay um yeah because parents always want the best for you and yeah, like okay. with a business degree you would have a broader availability of jobs which was not the case but yeah hey um so I mean, I think fashion design is something that I I kind of put on a pedestal. I think it's it's extremely creative and it's extremely time consuming and it it needs skill and it needs the talent. And yeah. um, anyone that chooses that program, I think it's amazing because I just see like the amount of stress everyone was under during that time. Yeah. Um, but for fashion business. Uh, <laughs> Uh. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was maybe it was like a bad experience with a college or do you think it's it would be anywhere hard to say okay um because it wasn't a proper business degree we didn't have business classes but i okay. i didn't really they, they, it just didn't stick with me Okay. And yeah, I'm not a big advocate of our school either, um, although they seem to be ranking really well all the time. Yeah, um, I know. But yeah, I, I've, I just, yeah, yeah, I don't know. If I, 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 I get what you're back, saying. I get what yeah. you're saying. But I, I, I know where you're coming from. And I know you're coming <laughs> from, from the fact that, you know, we, we just went in in Marangoni in Paris when it just opened. And yeah. I feel like you and me saw the like I don't know how it's how is it now like I would think that it's 
way better hopefully I hope so. but yeah but I feel like you and me saw the process of them building up the college because mm-hmm. I feel like like I know people that went in Marangoni in Milan and they they just have like good things to say about it so yeah. I feel like like this is I know where you're coming from because I mm-hmm. feel it too you know mm-hmm. like like just how you say like I feel like I learned a lot and like I wouldn't be able to do fashion design if I didn't do the career that I did because I learned so much about like patterns and like stuff like even even like for me to be able to speak with a seamstress you know like for me to be able yeah. to explain her what I want and, and every time I draw something like how do I want it if You know, like that's stuff that I needed to know and I learned it in college. But at the same time, I know where you're saying with fashion business because I, 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 my roommate, Soraya, she did the same thing as you. Yeah. And yeah. I saw it, you know, like for me, I, I literally weekends that I stayed home and she would go like to Amsterdam and to this place or whatever. <laughs> and I would just stay home because I had so much stuff to do. And, yeah. and I had like my machine at my house and I would just like not sleep doing like finals and stuff like that and for her it would be just like writing essays and doing yeah. a presentation and you yeah. know like I I knew that it wasn't as you say like it wasn't business like it was just maybe it wasn't as good as it should have been you know yeah but I don't know I if that's this I don't know if that's a university or maybe it's just the fact that we were literally growing up with the college in Paris and Oof, maybe both. I yeah. really don't know. Yeah, um, I just hope that it's it's just the fact that we went in in a difficult moment for the school, you know, because they were yeah. just like building up. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. Because I think if they would have set it up a bit um, better and yeah. offered a bit more of a not even diverse class range I mean we had different classes but it was the teachers that taught that most of them came from the industry but I don't think they added much value to yeah our learning experience no and just the business side I guess you know like how you said like business classes like yeah at the end it's like I, I would even think in my head like it would be Like if I go to if I go to do um fashion business in my head, I think I would be doing business with the twist in fashion. Yep. You know? No, I know that I know exactly. Yeah. I know that you yeah. did it. And that's why I know where you're coming from, because I know that you didn't. So that's exactly why for yeah. me it was just confusing. Because for yeah. me, like I think that what you would need is the business and then just yeah. do all this extra classes about mixing the business with the fashion, you know, yeah. but I feel like you did more of fashion, fashion, fashion. And then it's just like, well, I know about our history and I know about fashion. I know what this and this, but yeah, like, how do I make a business now? You know? Yeah. That's the, yeah, it's, um, that's exactly how I feel. And yeah. to be honest, it didn't now sitting here with my own company, I school didn't set me up for that or at least Marangoni didn't set me up for that Um, as well as they didn't really prepare you for what's to come after college right you just you graduate and you're on a high and then here you go figure your life out but um, how did you navigate the waters (laughs) yeah I know after graduating well oh okay after graduating um 
after graduating, I actually, I don't know, it just went by so quickly. Like, actually, I couldn't stay. I'm Dominican. I don't have, my roommate is not, uh, she has European passport, so she could st- stay in Europe if she wanted to, but actually okay. she wanted to come back. I I wanted to stay. That You know, God uh, plays these tricks on you. I don't know, like, yeah. he gave the European passport to Soraya and not to me, and she wanted to come back, and I didn't want it to. But, but yeah, like I couldn't stay even if I wanted to because, yeah. well, actually, yes. Like I, I, if I like looked for the job and somebody was, uh, wanted to represent, like sponsor me and like pay, do all the paperwork and stuff, like yeah. I could have, but you know, that's a really difficult thing to do because obviously there's so many people there that are looking for a job and they're European. So why would you? Uh, take someone just graduated and do all this paperwork you know when you get somebody else and just not to like waste all the time and money so for me it was really I don't know sad in the moment Mm because I really wanted to stay and I remember telling my parents like I don't want to leave I don't want to leave like and they would tell me okay so look for a job and I would start looking for a job and then I would start realizing like this is just so stupid because obviously it's first people are European it's so difficult to like get jobs and imagine mm-hmm. for me you know so mm-hmm. um so yeah it, navigating the waters towards fashion design um it was quite difficult but I think it's not because of the of the career that I took or or the fact that I wasn't able to stay there I feel it's more because since I come from Dominican Republic like my choice like my choice was coming back here so mm-hmm. for me, starting something here, it's uh, it's like it's different, you know. Like I said in the beginning, it's more it's not as fashion as it as it could get. So yeah. like maybe if I was from the states and I would go back to New York, I would still be able to get into like design for a few years in a brand, you know, or work mm-hmm. for a brand there, or you know, like I would I would be able to get jobs. Uh, from for what I did for fashion design but for me it was Dominic Republic like my parents would tell me like okay so look for I don't know a fashion design job here in Dominic and I was like for who like like there there's literally one person that I wanted to work with and uh, rest in peace because she oh my god that's so sad I want to I'm gonna cry now but I'm good. She just died from COVID uh, yesterday. So, oh, I'm so like, sorry. You know, it, it's really like it's yeah. So that's like that's the only person that I wanted to work with, um, and I wasn't able to because I at the end uh, went to Miami uh, to work there in mm-hmm. uh, fashion events, but not in fashion design. And so yeah, like uh, navigating the waters for me wasn't that. Um, easy just because I was coming back here and there's no fashion industry here in Dominican Republic. So I feel like it wasn't the score, it wasn't the career, it was more of the environment that I was coming back to. Yeah. Since I wasn't able to just like stay in Europe. So once again, I did a super huge answer and I just responded in like (laughs) this last 30 seconds. So please edit it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> please edit it <laughs> you're fine don't over concern yourself it's all gonna be fine don't worry um but okay so in Miami you did fashion events did you feel like you were missing something or did you feel okay not 
giving your soul to fashion design at the moment? Yeah, and actually, I think this is going to be an answer that you you asked me before about why did I started to uh, mm -hmm. why did I wanted to start uh, doing uh, my brand, mm -hmm. and it's actually now I think about it, you're making me learn so much about myself. <laughs> <laughs> so now that I think about it, uh, the reason that I wanted to start my brand like on top of the fact that I wanted to start like making mistakes early in my life. Mm -hmm. It's because while I was working in Miami, I was super happy with my job. I'm I, with the job. I, I still am like, uh, it, it just gets me so many high vibes about it. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I would get home and I, I, I remember I would call my mom and tell her like, I love what I'm doing. Like it gets me so busy. And like, I, I, I get, I don't care coming home at 10 in the, in the night. because. I just love what I'm doing. But at the end, it was stuff that wasn't fulfilling me, you know? Like, I, I would okay. tell my mom, like, I know that I'm doing all this stuff, but but what is it, why, like, what it's adding up to my career, like, what I did, mm -hmm. you know? Like, it, it mm -hmm. wasn't fulfilling me in the creative side because I wanted mm -hmm. to do fashion design. And for me, mm -hmm. like, yeah, it was cool. Like, for me, it was just, like, passing time and, and doing you know, a job and working and stuff. But at the end, I always thought like, like, yeah, but wh where am I going to, you know, like, mm -hmm. like, wh where would this, will this take me? Because this is not what I want to do in the future. So yeah, I'm having a good time. But, you know, like, what's the end? Right. So that's when I totally like just spoke with my parents and decided like, no, yeah, I need to start now because th like, this is what I want to do in the future. So mm -hmm. I might as well just start. Do you have a team that you're working with or are you doing most of it on your own? I'm doing everything my own. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, startups, that, that's how it yep. works. And that's yep. how, how we, like, if somebody asked me, like, what would you tell, like, anyone? Like, I would just say, like, everything that you can do, do it. Because mm -hmm. for sure, like, if you're, obviously, if, like, if you're starting and, like, trying to, not waste a, a lot of money you know like invest mm -hmm. a lot of money not waste invest sorry um I feel like I I everything that I can do I do it like if it's a catalog I do it if it's uh and well and that comes in the career again like in fashion design in Marangoni I learned how to do all my portfolios so I mm -hmm. learned how to use um all different adobe programs so oh, like I love even, adobe yeah I know <laughs> So now, Adobe. yeah. So now, like, like if I need to do catalogs, I do it myself. Mm -hmm. If I need to do photo, I've always loved photography. So for me, that was mm -hmm. a hobby, and now I, I'm using it for the brand. I would, I or creative directing or mm -hmm. um, the design, and then the business side. I like the business side. I wrote it myself, but the business side, my dad and my brothers, they helped me a lot. So mm -hmm. that I'm very thankful for, and mm -hmm. then. And then, yeah, like, I just, like, if I need something else, because I've, like, now I know that sometimes there's stuff that, like, even the web page, you know, like, it's so easy now with Shopify and, like, Squarespace mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But for me, it, it wasn't, like, I was, I had all this other stuff that I was doing. So I decided to, like, pay someone to make my web page on Shopify yeah. it's super easy but you know like you start learning about what things you give time to and like how to divide yourself because it's so much thing like so many mm -hmm. things to do 
-hmm. but for sure it's myself like I don't have a team right now actually like I feel like I need like I'm already two years in and I haven't been able to do marketing because I don't know how how to so I haven't done any marketing everything that's organic like organically done right now and yeah I know like I'm grateful for it but at the same time like I feel like I'm not growing well I'm growing but slower if I could do marketing I would be growing so much faster and right now that's the only like right now I'm just looking for that like marketing like someone to tell me what to do how much to like you know somebody just here to tell me what to do like even not like digital it doesn't have to be digital marketing it can be it can be like just like creating my community and like doing events or like maybe just dinner for my clients or you know like Mm -hmm. I don't know just like a marketing marketing stuff because right now I'm super stuck in that but as a team team I don't I literally have no one like I do everything myself which is kind of a blessing and also a curse yeah for sure for sure Mm -hmm. yeah it's really hard it's really hard um you recently shared a video on Instagram that kind of gives a feel for the brand and it shows you in the process of dyeing fabrics yeah um how did you go about that because you're a big advocate for sustainability and caring for the planet so I'm interested oh my god um like what do you mean like how how did I start doing that or yeah and the ingredients you choose oh, yeah. and the process. Well, actually, um, like this year, I, I don't know if you saw, like I posted like a letter beginning of the year yeah. where, cause you know, like this, I started, I started the business. I started the brand thinking about, you know, like all this is like, I can show you the business plan and you would be like, Carla, this is like, you haven't done this in the two years that you've been doing, you know, <laughs> like I, I totally started the brand thinking about something, but then I, since I was doing everything myself, I started being, I started getting more anxious about having a business, you know, like I need to sell, like it's right. very, everything. It's beautiful until you need to pay stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, it started to happen that I, I was like, well, yeah, I love being creative and I love the design process and everything, but I need to sell. So I started getting super anxious about it. So I lost myself creatively in that process. So, mm-hmm. and, but this year I, I saw uh, in reverse everything that I've done. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like you need to go back to what you stand for and what you believe and everything. And I just started since January, like trusting my God and just like doing what I like, even though in my head, maybe it won't sell because it's not, you know, I don't know, it's not um, like the typical trendy stuff or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I just started like trusting my gut and doing everything that I like and that like creatively fulfills me. And that's when I started doing all the natural dyes because I would see so many YouTube videos of like all these people in like India and you know, like Asia and like the, all the indigo, indigo process or the, like, you know, all the dyes and the natural dyes. And I just got getting super excited about it. So, and I start, and I actually this year too, I, I wanted, like, I'm starting to upcycle everything that I have. Like I'm, well, obviously now with everything that's happening, obviously that's going to be like a huge punch, but I like, 
I before before everything all this happened, I had to make the decision of starting upcycling everything that I have. Mm-hmm. And just like if I have this like the hoodie, for example, I started it, it like dyeing it or embroidering it. Uh, if I had a T-shirt, I started doing the same thing. And mm-hmm. I just want to do like like it's not like I just want to do stuff like, oh, OK, it's past season now. So on to the next one, you know, like mm-hmm. for yeah. me, it's more about like products that you will like back to necessity again. Like it's not about trendy. It's not about what's in it's like or this is an old print and I don't want it like it's not about that for me it's more about like just making cool clothes and that you can buy whenever you know Mm -hmm. like so I don't know why I said that because I feel like I didn't answer your question (laughs) but the dying process is more because yeah I just wanted to be more creative and like leave that anxious part aside so for me, that dying stuff just opened up the door. You know, I, mm-hmm. I started to doing it and it, it started getting me super like happy about it. So I just wanted to show everyone and I just want to be as transparent as I can be and even like show people what you can do. Like I'm right now dying with the avocado pits. So I have, yeah, it's not in the color. Like, please see the highlight on my Instagram that it's called Journey. And you will see the color of the pits of the avocado. It's like a bright pink. Like, wow, it's beautiful. And this is stuff like, I don't, it's not that I go to a supermarket and start buying a lot of avocados. Obviously, that's not what I, like, I would not do that ever. I just, I have a friend, she has a a restaurant and I just Mm -hmm. send her a huge bag of like those recycled IKEA bags, like, huge blue bags and they just put all the pits of the avocados they use in the restaurant so mm-hmm. and then I take that uh, to my house and I do all the dyeing process here in my house but mm-hmm. just like using even even like before doing the co- the dyeing process which is beautiful even before that it just feels good the fact that the waste of someone else it's like valid for me. like it's I'm using it you know like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing something with it and creating beautiful clothes and a beautiful dye so for me Mm -hmm. that's that's so like for me like I would pay that obviously I know that there's more people that that think of like care about that stuff like me but for me like I would pay anyone more money just because you're doing that just because you're like using the waste of someone else and turning it into this beautiful dying like for me that's so like that's way better than just like going to the to the arts and crafts store and just buying the the color and just like color. using all this toxic and just like you know like wasting more money and in, in mm-hmm. buying the 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 color in the first place you know right and transparency has become for lack of better words trendy within the past couple of years yeah. i would say yeah, um, yeah. and what do you think we need to be aware of as a consumer considering um, fashion is kind of known for fast cycles? We see it with all the mass um, brands and um, burning stock that isn't sold um, yeah. and often producing unethically. What do you think we should be aware of the most? Yeah, I feel like 
like what what the consumer should be looking at is trying to get to know the brand and if the brand stands for sustainability and being like eco-friendly and like like you know like being just friendly Mm -hmm. as a whole like I feel they would show it in their social medias or they would talk about it or they would write about it or whatever and I feel like as a consumer people should start getting to know what what like where they're buying from you know mm-hmm. like I I get that there's probably this t-shirt that it's super trendy now and everybody just wants it because of they can take the picture and post it in social media I don't know but mm-hmm. for me it's more about like who are you helping like where are you putting your money to you know mm-hmm. like it's like I said before like for me it's way more valuable if a brand is like using waste and turning it into beautiful dyes then just like buying the dye and and dyeing their clothes you know like but that is something that if I don't search about it like even Mm -hmm. even myself like people maybe but there there are probably people that bought from me and they don't know what I've been doing or what I stand for you know Mm -hmm. and that's okay but it would get even more interesting if you would know what are you buying from and who all you have like you feel so much prouder to wear the clothes you know yeah. Like, I just feel like right now we just wear clothes because we can't be naked. <laughs> but now, <laughs> but now consumers can actually like not be naked and be on top of that proud of what they're wearing, you know? Right. So that's, yeah, I just feel like just get to know the brands and like mm. get more interested about the clothes, you know, where it's coming from and what are they doing? Right, because oftentimes brands do say they're sustainable, but then if you look deeper, yeah, they're you not. Find out that they're not. Yeah, exactly. So for me, it's just like it's very easy. You just go into Instagram nowadays. Like they will probably, if they are, they will probably post it there. So like mm-hmm. there's no like there's no way that you can say like oh, it's difficult. I don't know where to look. Nah, just go on Instagram. It's easy. Right. Right. Um, and we quickly touched on it a little bit ago, but we're currently going through a very, well, I wouldn't use the word interesting, very um, crazy, I would use <laughs> crazy situation, um, COVID-19 um, yeah. that's affecting everyone in the world, um, including small businesses. I mean, health and safety first always. Um but for you as a startup, how has it affected you? And you as a person, how has it affected you? Yeah, like, um, well, for people that would listen to this, uh, I'm a super small brand. Like, I I go um, just trying to reach my sales goal every month. And mm-hmm. so, uh, I'm super grateful that I've been able to do it. But for example, right now, and I'm being super transparent, right now I'm super flat on sales. Like I've not sold nothing, but obviously it's because I don't have the, I don't have the, you know, the, I'm not, like I'm not known. So obviously, like I don't, I don't feel it's because my products or anything. It's because it's just like my, my clients are limited. And if I'm not famous or I'm not known or whatever, it's obviously hard to get people to like buy you know 
Mm-hmm. Um, like if, if people are buying right now, that probably people are because there's nothing to do. So people are probably binge buying. Uh, well, people that can, obviously. Uh, they're yeah. probably going to all this super known, uh, lots of followers brands, you know. Right. But for me, that's not possible because I don't have that. For me, it's mm-hmm. more like, like back to the word necessity. So all my clients have been buying from me because they know me, because they need it, because they like it and they want it now or whatever. So it's not mm-hmm. like people would go to my website to binge buy, you know. It's more right. because they want it. And they go in knowing that they want it and just like buy it and buy. Mm -hmm. So, so right now it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be super hard cause, Mm -hmm. cause yeah, it's for me, it's super like, it's hard for small businesses that are known locally, you know, it's, we'll see how it goes. I'll keep you updated on that, Yeah, (laughs) but it's for sure not going well, but it's okay. Like I'll get through it. Yeah. Um, and in regards to how it, how have you seen a change in humanity where you're living? Here in Dominican Republic? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, for sure. Like, I've seen it. And I'm most, like, proud of it's, like, people of my generation. Um, I feel like they're getting more um, grateful for what they have and, like, for friendship and even family and all that. Well, I don't know, you know, because right now, you know that people post things on Instagram and maybe they don't feel it like they aren't actually believing it or what. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I've seen I've seen it like I've seen that people with my friends, even with my friends, like I I don't have to speak about the whole whole country, but even with my friends and maybe I can say we're, I don't know, 20 people. And I feel like we're all now like serious, even with my brother, like it's a serious thing and like people care about uh, one another like we're super like with my grandmother like even seeing like my brother be like no where is she like she can't go out she like that that stuff like we normally don't get um like we don't think about it but it's not that we don't care it's just like we're we're fine we don't have to think about it but now in this times like we start thinking about those things that we care you know like it's not that we d- didn't care before it's just like life was just so you know like you would leave day by day and you wouldn't be like right. caring about someone else's um uh, like how are they or where are they or what are they doing you know right. and now we just like wake up every day and we're like like calling my grandmother you're checking on her and like what are you doing what have you been like you know it's it's just like yeah. it makes people care more and like just be more um, appreciative of what we have and like where we're like I don't know it's just like more kind more kindness around I love it mm-hmm. actually I hope that it stays like that yeah me too what do you think is a key characteristic that a person should have if they choose to go into self-employment key characteristic Oof. Mm-hmm. okay um let me google how do you say perseverancia in English perseverance yes perseverance <laughs> how do you say it perseverance. perseverance oh my god my English I mean like I, don't, I forgot how to speak English um yeah for sure like mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes it's start of it's ups and down like it's being like starting this journey it's 
there's so many and everybody that it's on the same path as me would tell you the same thing. Like some days it's really low and some days it's really high. And some days mm -hmm. it's most day low. They like now that you're starting, it's there's a lot of lows. And mm -hmm. like, seriously, you don't know how the many like so many times that I've thought like, oof, like if I like when I finish a like gaining the money that I invest in this business like I, I I'm gonna stop like I, I'm just just gonna stop and start at some something else that it's way easier you know like it's mm -hmm. super hard whatever you're doing it's super hard when you're starting in yourself and you're investing the money yourself and everything like I feel mm -hmm. that you have to be very perseverance You 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 need to have very a lot of perseverance. Is, is it? I don't know. A lot of perseverance. Perseverance. <laughs> you need to have a lot of perseverance for you to mm. be able to like go through the days and not give up. But if you really want it, you won't do it. But you won't give up. But but yeah, for sure, you need to know what you want and where you're going towards and your goals. Because if not, right in the middle, you'll just like drop the towel. What rule should be broken, according to you? Ooh, in the business? Anything. Life, business. List, like, now you can't see me, but listening to people that know better. You know, I'm mm -hmm. doing it in quote. Like, <laughs> I feel like, yes, you can know better, but at the end, I feel like you should trust your gut. Like, yeah. for sure, that's something that I've learned through this past year is like, Like, you should do this because this is the way to do it in business or mm -hmm. da, 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 and this and this and this. But at the end, you know, if you trust your God, I believe that you will, like, get to your goal for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like, I feel like, I don't know if you um, believe in this, but I feel like the law of attraction mm -hmm. for me, it's whatever you're putting out there that you want to put out there because you feel it, you believe it, it's going to come back right at you. Like, 100%, and yeah. so sometimes if somebody's telling you what to do because that's a way to do it and you're doing it just because it's not gonna you're not gonna succeed because you're mm -hmm. you're doing it just because you're not doing it because you love it or you really want to put it out there because you want people to in my case to buy it or whatever you know so at the end I've I've and I know that it works because I've like I've seen it myself you know like I started when I got started getting anxious about money and business and stuff and uh, I like I'm selling more now because I'm focused on what I like and it's the hoodies mm -hmm. and it's the dyeing process and it's the the artisanal stuff you know mm -hmm. and at the beginning I was doing I was selling more swim shorts because it's uh, people can buy it more and people will use it more and people at different sizes and different and it's different styles and different types of bodies but at the end it it Even though it it should sell, because obviously, but at the end, if I'm not putting the heart to it, if I'm just doing because of it, it's not going to work. So for me, it's it's that. It's quote unquote, just like, like, don't listen. I don't know. Don't listen to people that should know best, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, just do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> <laughs> And it will, it will work for sure. What has had the biggest impact on you or your life? Hmm. I feel like, like right now when I'm thinking and probably like, like I just said, like probably I'm going to think of something else after, but right now for me, the biggest impact 
has been moving away from home. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I moved to Paris and I didn't speak the language, I mm-hmm. would get so frustrated. Like I would call my mom and like, I'm trying to pay my phone, but there's no client service in the store. So I need to call and they don't understand me and they don't want to speak in English and they don't want to help me. Like I would get so frustrated with the banks and like, wow. Mm -hmm. Like I I had to learn patience, which I I don't have a lot of. And, but anyways, I had to like really work on it. Like I feel like that prepared me for so many, like right now, I just like something happens and I'm just like, it's happening for a reason, breathe. And let's just like, look for a way to like, fix it, you know? Yeah. And just like, I don't know, it it helped me a lot to be independent It helped me a lot to just like, get through stuff and just look at the bright side and just like believe in the process. Mm -hmm. And, and just like, you know, like, even knowing myself, like living away from home, like, I had to make choices for myself and and just like that like I know myself a lot more because of those choices and I know what I what I'm like I would do or I wouldn't do or you know like it's for me living away opened it, it like not obviously more than maybe someone else because I'm, I'm I come from this really small country but mm-hmm. but yeah for me living abroad was like eye-opening and mind opening mm-hmm. yeah and I think it um it, it helps a lot if you have the ability to do it um whether it's traveling or living abroad yeah. but to open your perspective and open your mind to other cultures other ideas yeah, other exactly. yeah, yeah. for sure perspectives like, I, I feel like it's DBF no who said it no it wasn't DBF it was I don't know who the, the eye has to travel I don't remember who was it that said it, but um, but yeah, it's so true. Like for me, and living abroad, like I I traveled a lot, and even like that craftsmanship and different. Like for me, that that was it was like I was into design. So for me, even like I don't know, going to Marrakesh and seeing what the, all the stuff that they do and the artisanal stuff, and or going to a, a, a China or. You know, like just traveling around and seeing the culture, the nature, um, meeting people, like everything about living abroad. Like even a small thing, like for you, this is going to be so weird. But here in Dominican Republic, we don't have public, like there's public transportation, but mm-hmm. um, like medium and high class, that they, they, it's not normal. Like we don't, mm-hmm. like we don't do it. It's not that it's not normal. We, we don't have it, you know, and right. Even like moving and for me, I got so comp like I got for me now it's uncomfortable that I'm here in Dominican Republic and it's like I can't take a bus or I can't walk or I can't take it's like get faster just taking the the metro, you know, like yeah. it's so frustrating because I've been living I, I at the end like I, I stayed for eight years living abroad. So yeah. for me it's so weird coming back and go like just not being able to do what I've been doing this past years. And even that, it's so, like, it makes you think about everything so differently, like, in difference of someone that would have stayed here. 
you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it just it's eye opening in every in, in everything you know yeah the quote that the eye has to travel is from Diana Freeland ah uh, yes exactly yes. and that's so true <laughs> that's so true it is um what does being a boss mean to you for me a boss is just doing what you want and trusting your god again like mm-hmm. i would i would go back to it again like mm-hmm. for me it's just you know like you have this goal and go for it like okay. don't don't go the other way because people tell you that that's the way to go and that's how business are done or that's whatever like it's just you do you're your own boss you do what you want you go for it you know like you make it happen and and yeah for me it's just like trust trusting your gut it's a good it's a good it's good yeah i mean it always works no and i've i've had to learn like i say it not because i've read or whatever it's because i have had to learn it throughout the years like it it like at the beginning it was just easier for me to trust p- people that have been in the business for all these years you know like sure. obviously they know what they're talking about but at the end i'm the one that is doing the brand and and i know my i know the people that are buying and i know what i'm creating and i know how much it's worth what i'm doing and and my time and everything and so it's it's way easier if you just do you you know and trust yeah. you what does fashion symbolize to you hmm. fashion mm-hmm. um i think it's culture like culture for sure okay. like um and we go back to like when i was young and i would go and get my like swim uh, like shorts made exactly for my body type and stuff like that like mm-hmm. it, for me it's culture and culture it's um, in a way, necessity. Like you wear here in Dominican Republic, we don't wear cashmere because obviously it's super hot. Or you know, <laughs> yeah. and and we wear like comfortable clothes because if you get sticky and you're sweating, like obviously you want to be comfortable, you know. So so yeah. I, I feel like for me, fashion it's more about dressing up to be as comfortable and feel as you as possible. And I feel mm-hmm. like. Here in DR, for example, like I dress in all this flowy, breathy and like huge dresses because I just feel like it goes with with the environment, but also with my personality. And I feel like when I go, I don't know, when I went to Iceland, I would see everybody like dressing up like I would see a personality in, in the dressing mm-hmm. up, you know. So for me, it's not so much about what you see in the catwalks and what's trendy and what's whatever. For me, fashion is more about personality and and culture, and and it goes hand in hand because at the end, if it, like if I'm from Dominican Republic, I'm gonna have a type of a different personality of like someone in India, you know, like mm-hmm. like the environment and the culture creates your human like your human side too. You know, so, Mm -hmm. so yeah, for sure. Fashion for me, it's, it's culture and personality. Last question. (laughs) (laughs) What is Epic to you at the moment? Hmm. I would say at the moment, Epic, wait, I probably, this, this questions are so interesting and I want to give like a super exciting response and you're not like you didn't give me any chance for me to think about it 
<laughs> I'm hating you for it right now. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. Everyone goes through the same thing. <laughs> um, I feel like epic for me at the moment. Um, you know what? Like, I don't, I don't want to, like, I, I would want to say an answer that would, like, everybody would engage with. Like something I don't know that would that most more people would like see themselves in my answer, but actually, epic for me in the moment it's just like waking up in the morning and sitting down with my dad while I read the news and we have coffee in my in the terrace of my house. Like that's something that, that yeah, that it's something that we normally don't do because work. <laughs> But right. we just wake up and I go to the gym and then I come home and I, I, he's already like ready to go and I get, you know, and I get dressed and I leave then. But now we just sit down in this table that it's in the in our terrace that we never use. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, I just love waking up and it's only the two of us. Like my mom is probably sleeping. My brother is probably sleeping. So it's just like, we don't even talk. It's just like sitting down. It's good weather. My dog's around and they just like lay over there too with us. And for me, that's just like, like, oof. like I, I love this now. Like I don't imagine myself not doing this in the mornings. Like I want to have this time and just sit here and just like talk about stupid stuff, news and whatever, you know, and drink our coffee. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm super grateful I for like it. I like that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for inviting me to join your podcast. <laughs> no, I actually I actually loved being part of it. Like first because I've learned so much about myself. <laughs> like I feel like you've asked all these questions that I normally don't get asked by anyone. So now I feel like I'm going to go and like write down in my diary all the things that I know now <laughs> from me. <laughs> And I don't know. And actually, dude, like you've been MIA all this time. Like we need to hang out. Like we need to see each other. I I don't know when the world is going to go back to normality. Normality? Is that a word? I I don't know. know. But I don't know when we're going to go back to normal. But I hope to see you soon. Yes, same, same, same. 100%. (laughs) Thank you, Carla, again for taking the time and talking with me. It was such a pleasure to get to talk to you about all things fashion and how you started your company. It's a little wild that five years later, one of us has her own label and the other has her own podcast and are able to exchange thoughts and perspectives on self-employment. So I guess fashion school wasn't all that bad of a decision for me. And I say that with a genuine wink, even though you can't see me right now. Um, Talking with Carla reminded me of why we chose self-employment in the first place. The need to feel fulfilled. It really struck me immediately that if we would be doing anything else than what we're doing now, it just wouldn't feel right. In a way, you could say we are where we're meant to be and doing what we're meant to be doing, although that can be super difficult to see on a day-to-day scale, at least from my um, point of view. What I also identified with was that you have to stay true to yourself when creating product or offering a service or designing a concept. If you cannot identify with it fully, it will translate once you share, post it, or sell it. Sure, there are common ways to do business. There are strategies you can and should implement. There is an entire process that you need to engage in. But 
at the end of the day, if you create a product that you absolutely love and want for yourself, that's when you connect with people and get them excited about your brand. And if that was your only takeaway from our episode, then I think it's a job well done on our behalf. I hope that you enjoyed our conversation. If you have any questions, hop into our DMs. You'll find the links in the show notes. And if you at all related or liked listening to us, feel free to share the episode and make sure to check out 1970. During a time like this, it's kind of essential for small businesses to be seen and heard, even if it's just by recognizing the work that they're doing and supporting them via social media. So please have a look at what she's got. She's got some awesome products. Um, I'm having my eye on the tie-dye hoodie just fyi i also wear menswear so women can also wear the things just like men can and yeah hope to see you next time